Why, hello there. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm great, I'm great. So I would... How about yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Yeah, still, still alive. <laughs> um, surviving. Yeah, yeah, just, just surviving. So introduce yourself. Who are you? Okay. Um, my name is Darnell. Um, just graduated from University of Greenwich, studying um, politics and international relations. Yeah, we, we have been known each other for three years now. We literally yeah, like three years. I remember meeting you like the first day, and like all of us in there. And now we're Defo like scary. <laughs> that was a scary time. I know. And now, I now we all know each other, and we've got a group chat that we speak on, like. So weird. Yeah, so, it's great. It's great. Yeah. So we are here today to talk about is Boris Johnson, leader of the United Kingdom, a soft leader? Okay. So the polls are suggesting that the government's agenda at the moment has been torn to bits by COVID and that the government at the moment yeah. is looking particularly weak. What is your position on that at the moment, personally? At this so, point? so if we're looking at personally, I I agree. If we're looking at his soft power, mm -hmm. it's probably it's in the ruins. And what is soft um, power? So his soft powers like to do with his popularity and um, how to draw people towards you. Mm -hmm. So it's everything except for it's everything um, which is not economic power and military. So if you take them or if you take them two away everything else is soft power okay. in a nutshell and basically what he's doing to himself is decreasing it day by day by firstly his speeches i'll give you that his speeches um if we start on them very confusing yeah. people don't know what his stance are are you in out shake it all about that's basically what he's saying people people are just saying um the government doesn't know what we're doing so we'll just do what we want and yeah, he's the tyranny, he's soft power. I'll say through that speech he gave the other day, massively, I've had a lot of people's opinions saying he doesn't know what he's doing. Yes, mm -hmm. it's a difficult time, but you have to be clear in what you say. Even if you say it's a difficult time and I'm sorry, I'm trying my best or I don't know what to do, that's better than saying, yes, you can go out, but then you can't go out. Yes, you can go to work, but then you can't go to work. You so, get what I mean? We honestly, yeah. Where was the confusion in this? Can you explain what happened on Monday? Uh, Sunday, sorry. So on, Sunday, Monday. On Sunday. So everyone was um, waiting, myself. Yeah, Sunday, Monday times. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone was waiting for his, his speech. Uh, I think it was 7, 7 p.m.? Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember just before Stenders. So yeah, 7 p.m. I've never known. Uh, so they're meant to be at 7. What are you doing at this yeah. point? Just be on time as well. That's something <laughs> that I've noticed. Is when they're like seven o'clock, yeah. be there, be square. It's like seven o four, seven o eight. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So that's another thing I'm annoyed about. That's another thing I'm annoyed about. Be on time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? No one can go out and do anything right now. What's mass What's happening in those eight minutes that you're meant to be there, addressing your whole entire nation that you can't be there on time? as well, I think is a massive thing that I have noticed at the moment. 
yeah, that's that's another thing. So that time management thing that just makes it just adds to it. it just makes him look bad. It makes him look bad. You're saying seven, you should be there at seven. You should be, yeah. you should be preparing beforehand. So yeah, ready to go. Um, but if, if we talk about has um, also come out and said that she doesn't understand what's going on and she herself can't advise her citizens on what they can and can't do right now. That's another mm -hmm. factor, I think, in exactly. when assessing the argument on whether he is soft or whether he, you know, isn't actually a soft leader at all. What is your comment on yeah. that? A lot of people say that he's not exactly soft, but he's massively ill-advised. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's what so our generation says he's soft. Yeah. But if you look at the generation above us, let's say the working class, working people in their thirties, forties, they just say he's yeah. massively ill-advised. Um, because as you know, as a prime minister, they're sort of like um, a president and all but name. So they've got their own circle of people separate from. The, the rest of the government they're all circle mm -hmm. and basically he's been advised by his little circle because it, it seems like it every time he goes out to speak or whatever he just makes the situation worse yeah because um, um even like he even gave the go-ahead for matt even the foreign secretary um got confused about how many people and what you can and who you and who you can't meet and stuff like that even he got that wrong when he was addressing our nation how is that exactly. acceptable because that... as you said uh, what happened shows mm -hmm. it might not be boris himself but it might be a bigger problem with just the conservative party and we might now be seeing that in a in an emergency in a crisis that the tory government can't adapt they can't change they're used to being in power for the past 10 years and that's been pretty stagnant the only big thing we've had which has been monumental has been brexit but that's all what we've been focused on now has been brexit and then now all of that dynamic shifted as the whole world now only cares about coronavirus well what what i think they've been lucky about is that they've they've had to focus on brexit so their anchor has been Brexit, 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 and they had nothing else sort of to do with like the economy and healthcare and them sort of things there. That was all wiped away because of Brexit. And then now we've got coronavirus as well. So they have to focus on coronavirus as well. But in doing so, we're starting to see the cracks inside the party in terms of they're not united. They're not on a united front. There's not, there's like a miscommunication between different ones saying one thing, one saying another, one's clearer than the other. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? So that's why I, you're seeing mistakes and differences in what one one person saying and another person saying. Yeah, completely. That's what I think personally. And with Brexit now, they're saying that we might not even get a deal like this by the end of the year now, as well. So that's a whole other problem that's making. Apparently, I was listening to the Economist, and they were saying that the international. Um, consensus is that this is going to damage the UK because they're even taking now even longer with Brexit and it's becoming even more complicated and it's more damaging at the moment as well. With yeah, definitely. I, I've even forgot about Brexit because of this coronavirus. I even forgot. Yeah, so I think I genuinely have. My, me myself, I've even forgot about it. To be fair, like 
we have taken a politics course for the past three years and Brexit has been so overwhelming that majority of our lecturers refuse to talk about it or even include it because it just would change that everything that they would tell us would change within the second. We did an exam where a question might have changed that very day, didn't we, last year? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that last year. I remember that. that I think they had to. The world was, and now it's quiet. Yeah. It's now absolutely. I think, quiet. especially with. It's crazy. I think, especially with our course in particular, I think they've had to adapt a lot to the change in times. Yeah. Because um, with other yeah. courses, they've had the same sort of structure for years, but I think with ours, it's constantly changing and adapting, which, which is good, mm-hmm. but slightly annoying at the same time for the lecturers. Yeah, so Boris had the opinion polls when he was ill and they were, when the opinion polls came out when he was ill, they were pretty positive, they were looking pretty good. But after he got better and he started to come back into the public light, the polls started slipping again and they have been sliding at quite an exponential rate. And people are saying that's not necessarily because of him, but it's because of the way the government has handled this situation. And that it's just handled so poorly. And apparently that the international consensus is that the British people do think the government, not necessarily Boris, but the government who is essentially an embodiment of Boris, because he is the leader, like the government should be one. They think that we've messed yeah. up heavily here. So what do you think yeah. Boris could have done better or another government would have done better? So firstly, if we look at the past in terms of like, it's either, it's either in the past in terms of governments and president, um, sorry, prime ministers, this is what you have. You have a united front where they all come together and there's no real, real leader within the political party. Um, or you have a leader that separates himself from his own government. So then it's like, I'm doing this and they're doing that. So if we if we look at um, so, uh, Prime Minister I like to always refer to, Blair. Mm-hmm. He was very, Blair, Blair, and, Blair and Thatcher, they were very like distanced from their own party. You knew like, they're the Prime Minister, they're yeah. the Prime Minister, their opinion goes and then their party says blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whereas... He is, it seems like he's controlled by his party. He's the face, but he's controlled. They di- he's yeah. like a little puppet for them. So you and they dictate everything he does. Boris isn't necessarily weak because of his political decisions. You think he's weak and too soft because that he's being controlled by his party when in fact he, he won the election. He, he did that. He got yeah. votes. Like he is rightfully there. Exactly. So why isn't exactly. he controlling his party he should be surely he's trying to control a nation when in fact he can't even control his own party how how yeah, is that yeah. affected exactly that and that's the, and that's the problem that's the problem we have at the moment i think it's it's been like that for a little while it's not just been of him it was with the end of cameron's tenure mm-hmm. um the end of T- theresa may as well you could say and now we're seeing the same thing with boris johnson where yeah, they're the face of it because they're he's the most the reason why he's the face, in my opinion, is because he's the most popular person. He was the mayor before, yeah. everyone knows who he is. So let him be the face, That's but we'll the control behind doors. 
That's another that's thing what, that's to talk about, actually, is a lot of people are putting blame on London for, you know, like the public transport and stuff like that on the government. Well, in fact, don't you think it should be the mayor that's doing that? Shouldn't he Definitely. be still keeping all of those services running on TfL because we saw the mass increase of public use of transport go up on that day that Boris Johnson said and released his new slogan, stay alert, and meant if you have to go to work, then you have to. But people in London, as we both know, there's no way you can not go to work majority of the time, not on public transport. So whose responsibility is that? Is that the mayor's or is it the when government's? It, when it comes to things like that, I, I actually, I'm gonna, say it's to do with the mayor it's definitely to do with the mayor boris needs help yeah. uh, you're the mayor of london for a reason exactly take it upon yourself to to sort out these things he's always been very good with the yeah. fl as well since we've been in uni like the standard yeah. tube prices remain the same he's very good at like um doing bus routes like more times like night tubes and stuff like that why isn't he keeping all of those yeah. running it might not be economically viable but these people are going to work who are our doctors, our nurses and our teachers who you need right now. So why are you putting them like hens in a cage again? That doesn't make any sense. You're making these people sick and creating a second wave. And I think that's what Boris Johnson's trying to say is that, you know, stay alert. You need to help me. You know, you need to help this. And I can't mm. keep thinking for you, like, all the time. Yeah. Follow what everyone yeah. else is doing. Like, follow what the other countries are doing. When you go on public transport, wear a mask. Don't sit anywhere near anyone else. If something looks too busy, don't get on it. Complain. You know, write letters to TfL and say, this is unacceptable. Like, I can't go to work yet. I'm being forced to go to work unsafely. And I'm not even at my workplace yet. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's a factor that needs to be considered when thinking about just Boris and the government, that these issues is the fact that no one's actually working with the government. What I think, what I think is, he, how can I say this? He's, his message is correct. It's his delivery, mm -hmm. which is poor, which is letting him down. If you actually read into what he's saying, yeah. He's, he's trying to say what you just said. You explained it very well. Work yeah. with me. We're in this together. Stay alert. You know, yeah. think for yourself, you know, be vigilant. If you think you're too close, move away, them sort of things. Use your common sense. But because his delivery is so poor, it's mm -hmm. not coming out that way. But if he said it in the way you just said, yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of more people would be happier with it. Yeah, I was speaking to my mum about this as I was telling you. Hi, mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was saying, um, like literally that like like how are you placing blame on him and mm. when he is technically saying what it should be said and the thing is it is the delivery i think because she said if you sit and you read the 50 page document that it is very clearly lined out however majority of the people that are going to be aren't going to go and read that 50 page document they're not and also i 
probably I have I haven't read it because I haven't had time and because mm-hmm. I'm just not going out I'm still following my own social distancing rules and I'm keeping in my own lockdown I don't think that's going to be in layman's terms I don't think that the people like watching this show are going to be able to understand what's in that 50 page document written by government which isn't going to be any clearer for them I don't think I think it's just going to go over their heads I don't think that it's going to do any help I think that they might need someone they've got the money why don't they just get someone to sit down during a conference or after a conference or sit down on BBC News and sit there with the 50 page document and explain it to people exactly how it's going to affect you like in a page by page type thing and giving like a little brief explanation being like this would apply to businesses this would apply to hairdressers these kinds of people can go back at this stage because that's what the part people aren't getting I don't think yeah well I feel like you know of elections where they have like their little talks and their debates and they have the summaries and they put loads of effort and money into it they need to have that same approach to this so people understand what's going on. You have yeah. TV debates. You have, okay. um, you know, well, on the BBC website, they say these are our main points. Health here, blah, blah, here, blah, 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 here. That's to break it down the same, do. same way. This is what I'm trying to do, but for our generation, is like mm. trying to explain this kind of stuff because I don't understand it. You don't understand it. No one understands it. So someone's exactly. got to try yeah. and unpick it a little bit at least and give some clarity for people what would your advice to people be right now your my advice would be use your common sense it's a common sense approach with everything um like i said it's we we don't know all the answers but follow the rules but use your common sense you have to go out because i I go out to do my exercise since and whatever but i keep my distance um mm-hmm. come back in wash my hands i even shower every time i go out, i shower because i'm afraid so like i said just use your, just use your common sense yeah um everyone dies from it people survive so it's not the end of the world and just yeah just treat it like it's a just treat it like it's a flu the way i think of it is treat it like it's a flu mm-hmm. treat it like it's a flu so it's not the end of the world you can catch it but just be careful yeah And I think like that is actually very similar to Boris's message actually is, you know, use your own head, still do the things that we're doing. But, you know, if you really, really need to go to work, then you might be able to, you know, like it's probably for like really small businesses that might not survive, like, you know, without it. And like, they'll limit, they must limit the people and use their own sense to limit the people when they're going in, like supermarkets are, because it will be the same amount of yeah. thing when that, will, I think that what will happen when we come out of lockdown in the stages will be eventually that when you go back into like Primark, New Look, um, all those kind of places like um, pubs, clubs, it will still be one in, one out for a very long time where face masks, yeah. Um, only limited amount of people around it'll be stuff like that still I think what do you think yeah I definitely think they will have to do that staggered approach because people are talking about um, we come out and there could be a second wave that's even worse than this because um, 
people forgetting that the climate right now is sort of um it's warm it's hot and that sort of thing but when it gets to winter and that sort of thing a lot of people will be fighting off other illnesses such as colds and them sort of things yeah. weaker commu- weaker immune system it yeah. can just easily it's easy as people i think personally i mean like the climate's different everywhere everywhere else in the world but at this moment in time i would say like roughly internationally we're out of cold season now so this is really good yeah. that it came when it did in january i think like we were just mm-hmm at the end of cold season like a little bit so we're still yeah, coming yeah, in yeah. like it could have come like november like in england if it came in november we would have all been sick. like it would yeah. have killed thousands but that's really um interesting because like people are saying that the british are uncontrollable do you think that we are uncontrollable or do you think it's the fact that we've had a lack of control by our government which is making us uncontrollable because boris at the start said he didn't want to put lockdown down too soon in place sorry too soon because people won't obey however people have not been obeying from day one i would say because i've seen from day one people on my snapchats people just even walking down to go get just a pint of milk or just some beer or just a bottle of wine i still see all of that happening and that's not essential shopping and i saw it from day one so why are the british so uncontrollable then what makes us so different from the rest of the world i think it's not that we're uncontrollable people assume we're uncontrollable because we've never been controlled before we're we're a state that's always been free and been able to do what we want to do nobody's attempted to control us and they think that because nobody has controlled us or we've seen no past instances of control they think we're uncontrollable but if we just try if we just at the start said this is this this is what's happening if you don't abide by it you get a, a hefty fine we name and shame you i'm sure uh, i'm sure i saw a statistic we're the most watched one of the most watched nations in the world yeah use, use the cameras use the cameras and just it's easy to spot people out you do it for crimes you can do it for this exactly. and then if you've done that approach and then um done it at the start i think we'll be in a much better position than we are now because what's happening is we've been in it for a long time and now they're trying to do control you can only control for people a few months i'd say before people think uh oh, I don't want to be in this no more. So if we'd done that at the start and then gradually eased it off, we'd be in a much better position. And that's what I think he should have done. Fair enough. So you think he should have acted sooner rather than later? Yeah. And then yeah, have, acted sooner have a lockdown coming out. Now, at the correct time, we would have been coming out of lockdown like the rest of countries rather than, yeah. in fact, we should be coming out of lockdown maybe like a month from now, ideally, because yeah. we were a month roughly behind the rest of the countries it's going to be interesting because we are one of the leaders of like the western world and we're always at the forefront for climate change for human rights for all of those kind of soft power tools like film tv all of those like the bbc as i've said is absolutely phenomenal network it goes far and wide across the globe like it's absolutely incredible and it's one of our biggest resources i would say along with like channel four and channel four undocumented and all those kind of things itv we have all these tools and i don't know because of also 
with the lack of funding to the arts that we're not giving anything to. Like, as I've been saying, I don't know if you watched my last video, we're all very concerned about the venues closing here. Um, Musicians are without jobs. Like, it's very hard for them to get money right now. They're not being offered furlough. Um, It's going to be very different. And I think that, as I said, they need to start appreciating things like that to get back on track. They need to start being a lot more clearer when they say... Um, their announcements I think otherwise that we're not going to have that seat anymore and as you said we've always been uncontrollable yeah, and I think there might become a day where we are controlled again well for the first time we'll be yeah. controlled by someone and it might not be mm-hmm. a state as we lose that power it's all we've really got mm-hmm. like we don't necessarily go into too many wars and we need a strong leader to pull us through that. And do you think Boris Johnson is going to be that leader? He will. I, I think he's the personally. I think he's the best of a bad bunch. So he yeah. will. But it's a shame because we need somebody that's much stronger. I'd say. Yeah. But there's there's nobody available. I'm not seeing anybody. That that can do it, yeah. No. What about the new leader no. position, Kostama? Sorry, say that again. What about the new leader of the opposition? I don't know too much about him yet, so I'm not going to formulate her opinion. But um, I'm hearing I'm hearing some sorts, you know, mixed opinions. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. And I've got one last question for you before I let you go. Can I have yeah. a future topic that you would like? Um, a few good topics would be, um, so this week he's announced um, football's going back. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is a good decision or not? Do you feel like that is, he says it's for the morale of the nation, but do you feel like it's um, economically driven would you like because to that is what... speak about that at some point? Because I've got a couple definitely, of friends. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. yeah. I've, um, awesome. I had an interview with my friend Goldsby and he said football as well because just purely for the fact, like, what's it going to look like after Corona? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a big thing throughout the world. Yeah. It brings in so much money. It brings in so much, um, like, soft power to countries. It brings in so much money sport and so much influence is so pinnacle in the world so it's going to be interesting to see that kind of conversation of like what it's going to be like like um how people are doing like all of that kind of stuff so oh no yeah. yeah but yeah yeah Any definitely topics? definitely i'm definitely definitely um, Any topics? no um i'm trying to think anything else anything else no i think it's most ta- it's stuff happens i'll probably have more but that is massive i've seen that all over the timeline okay. everywhere so definitely that one is something okay. to talk about well thank you so much for coming yeah. on it was lovely speaking to you thank you thank you very much for having me thank you no worries. i'll see you later bye see you later bye 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 bye